0: the Best Health for Us podcast for employees of Wake Forest Baptist Health. Hi, guys. Welcome to another edition of the Best Health for Us podcast. I'm Elizabeth Meinhart, communications manager with Best Health for Us. I'm Jane Weiss, and I'm the registered dietitian with Wake Forest Baptist Health. Hi. <laughs> How's Excited it going? for another week. Oh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And as it's, you mentioned last week, this is kind of winding down our podcast. So it's a little, little
0: bittersweet. Yes. So as a refresher guys, um, this is our second to last podcast as the best health for us podcast. Um, we are, um, transitioning out as best health for us and the live well program with atrium kind of figure out how they are going to become one, which is super exciting because as employees of wake forest Baptist health, it's going to bring you so many more resources. So while we are sad to leave you every week. I'm super excited about the new opportunities that come for all of our teammates. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about it next week, but there's an awesome live well podcast too. So yeah, it is kind of hard to be recording our last couple podcasts, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but it has, has kept me accountable for having something that I'm doing to take care of myself to report on. <laughs>
0: yes. yes. <laughs> Every week it's yeah. like, you got to make certain you have something, which is so great because then you make certain to take care of yourself. So Jane, we might have to like text each other moving oh, forward I, or something. I, know, I probably need it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll start a new text messaging program for best health for us. Text in your self-care that week or yeah, something.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it is really helpful to get ideas to you yeah. from, from other people and, and, you know, speaking to you, like the things that that you and I do are a little bit different, but it makes me inspired to try that.
0: Well, and I also love that, like, because I have to come at it every week and I know our listeners are wanting to hear what we've been up to. I try really hard not to be like, I took a bubble bath and sewed this week because I do those every week, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I don't want that to be the answer every week because those are definitely self-care I do, but I want to challenge myself to actually do things that are different, but also truly allow me to take care of myself in some capacity.
1: Mm -hmm. What have you been doing this
0: week? Well, so this week, um, again, speaking of like things, pushing myself outside comfort zone a little bit for self-care, I, um, decided I needed a little bit more connection with the organization I'm involved with. So I'm on the board of an organization in Greensboro called dance project. And, um, and so this week I was volunteering with them. Um, and so working, I mean, it's, I'm on the board. So like the volunteering is not like super exciting to hear about, like, (laughs) It's, <laughs> Were sending out flyers <laughs> or... it's like meetings and things like that. But, you know, it still always reminds me that like I'm helping to bring arts and creativity to kids who, especially right now, really need outlets like that. Um, and one of the things we've really been working on at Dance Project is to make certain that if kids and families feel comfortable to make certain we have in-person classes, so mm-hmm. they're not totally virtual. So if they really, um, you know, feel like they need that physical connection to other kids and their teacher that they can have have that in a very safe way um and i'm proud to say that they um wear the wake protect mask and they you know make certain that they're um which is one of the masks that you know, it's the mask we all got that that um, kind of funky colored black and brownish colored one that we all got at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, you know, and their, their students wear that to stay safe. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so it's just nice to kind of give back with them and make certain that we can continue to give those opportunities. So I did a little volunteering as my self care this week took care of my, my soul a little bit.
1: Yeah. I think people underestimate that as yeah. a form of self care, like giving back and volunteering and getting perspective through that. So
0: well, and especially awesome. I don't have kids in my day-to-day life. And so it's nice to kind of be reminded of like all that they're going through and how yeah. we can do some simple things to help them feel connected. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I can say I, I work with teenagers and, um, and
1: adolescents through um, a role that I have and, and they suffered a lot with having so many things virtual
0: yeah. um, over the
1: past year and a half. So, so that's awesome to have like safe things available for, for people really needing that. Yeah.
0: So a little outside the box on the self care, but um, yeah. Yeah. you know, there's all the statistics about what volunteering can actually do for your mood and your physical health and mm. all of that. So, but what have you been up to this week?
1: Yes. Well, I've mentioned before, I love to read, but I I tend to get stuck on things. (laughs) And um, on my trip out west, I went to Powell's Books, which is this huge Mm. bookstore. I could have spent a day in there, but it's like multiple levels. It's a whole city block. It's really cool. Um, it's pretty famous in Portland I and it's um, independently owned. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm Not some big yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think it's just been around a long time. Awesome. Um, yeah, but they have like a mix of used books and new books and it's mm-hmm. divided into like a whole floor will be one genre. So many options I had to really rein myself in because I like, can only, <laughs> Lie back with so many books, right. but I'm I love David Sedaris.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: <laughs> and um and so I I kind of found myself like in the in his like section. They had so many David Sedaris <laughs> books, and he's actually been. Yes, I think he actually has a sister who lives in Winston-Salem, but um so he's been here before and spoken at bookmarks. Um, but uh but I've been kind of stuck on a book, and and so I felt like you know what this. David Sedaris is pretty easy reading. So i yeah. get this and he's hysterical. Yes. And I just like laugh out loud reading. This <laughs> I think there's a lot of embellishment, but you know what? Sometimes you need that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so good stories. <laughs> Sometimes so, it helps you feel the feeling a little bit more if it's embellished. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of something that I, I, I think I finished that book in less than a week. So, um, definitely recommend him for a good laugh. I guess not for it, maybe his sense of humor is specific, but
0: I do think it's not for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and You're- from what I remember, there's a good amount of curse words. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's, there's a few, but he's on, he is like on NPR a fair amount, like his American life, um, which is a podcast that's been around for a really long time, but, uh, yeah, so uh, so I've been doing some reading that, and that always kind of propels me into reading other things because I yeah. realize yeah. this is great to do right before bed, and mm-hmm. um, rather than scrolling, right? I'm That's really the, over that. my downfall.
0: My downfall,
1: <laughs> uh, isn't it? For <laughs> all of the this. digital
0: boundary I don't have, and I know Shelly keeps reminding us in the in the sleep classes. Um, if you haven't gone back, go back and listen to them. Shelly will remind us that we should not have even have our phones in the room, but I can't mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> Yeah, so hard, especially when it serves so many purposes for everyone.
1: Yeah. It's good to to kind of hear what what you've been doing for self care this week, and and to revisit that each week. Um, and I I think that that really transitioned well for our focus, um, for that, our last few podcasts, which is the resilience training that Cynthia Fitzgerald does. Um, and that's on our website. And Elizabeth mentioned this last week, but you can find it at best health us.com. And emphasize four. It's the letter. I mean, number four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> number Four's. four. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and, um, and there are worksheets and other resources there that you can find. Um, so this is a three-part series that we're sharing and this is week two. So, um, Cynthia, this week we'll be talking about, kind of bringing it all together and um, whole person resilience, how to build that. So um, hope you enjoy the second, second part of the series for resilience.
2: Welcome to module two of this Building Personal Resilience Training. In this module, we'll cover the concept of coherence and we'll dive in deeper into the practice of resilience building techniques. There are times in our lives when we experience periods of being in sync and flowing with a sense of ease through whatever challenges come our way. When we are in that coherent flow, things that come up just don't seem to get under our skins. We are firing on all cylinders. That is what coherence is all about. The heart, mind, emotions, and body are all working in sync. When this happens, we're able to take charge of ourselves and maintain our composure. On the other hand, as research shows, when you're under stress and experiencing depleting emotions like frustration and anger, you generate incoherent or chaotic signals in your heart rhythms. This limits the brain's ability to process information affecting decision-making, problem-solving, and creativity. This helps explain why it's difficult to think clearly and respond effectively when you're feeling angry or irritated. It's because you have drained a lot of energy and because the heart is sending chaotic signals to key brain centers. These graphs illustrate how stress reactions and positive states affect the nervous system differently. The top graph shows the typical heart rhythm pattern that occurs when we are frustrated or stressed the chaotic and jerky pattern shows that the signals in the nervous system are out of sync. This negatively affects mental functions and reaction times. The bottom graph shows the typical heart rhythm pattern that occurs when we are in a positive state such as appreciation, creating a coherent system. You can learn to generate coherent or smooth signals by experiencing renewing emotions like appreciation and patience. Coherent heart rhythm signals coming from your heart actually help the brain process information more effectively. In other words, you can think more clearly and make better decisions when you are coherent. Heart-focused breathing helps take the intensity out of the reaction or background feeling, such as anxiety or fear. We need to be realistic, however, and know that we may still have the same energy-draining feelings but at a diminished level by turning down the volume of our anger and impatience, for example. The next important step in replenishing your energy levels and resilience is to experience a higher ratio of regenerative feelings such as appreciation, compassion, courage, integrity, or any of the feelings you identified in the energy renewing exercise on module one. The next important step in replenishing your energy levels and resilience is to experience a higher ratio of regenerative feelings, such as appreciation, compassion, courage, integrity, or any of the feelings that you identified in the energy renewing exercise on module one. There are two parts of this technique called the quick coherence technique. First, we practice heart-focused breathing, and then we make a sincere attempt to experience a regenerative feeling. Try to re-experience the feeling you have for someone you love, a pet, a special place, or an accomplishment, or focus on a feeling of calm and ease. Tap into that emotion for a moment. Feel the warmth that comes with it. It is the feeling that goes with it, not the mental image or thought, the feeling. Let's practice this together. Sit comfortably, inhaling deeply, and exhaling softly. Draw your attention to the heart or chest area, breathing more deeply and slowly than usual. Imagine your breath flowing in and out of your heart. As you continue to breathe while focusing on your heart, make a sincere attempt to experience a renewing feeling, evoking a feeling of appreciation for someone or something. Allow those feelings to linger as you continue to breathe in and out of your heart. Use the quick coherence technique whenever you recognize energy draining moments, however subtle. Self-activating renewing emotions leads to greater resilience. You don't have to wait to feel a drain to use it. Use it anytime. Our next technique is called freeze frame. It is a multi purpose technique that can be used in the moment to gain clarity and stop energy drains. It also helps balance your mind and emotions so you can think more creatively and make better choices. Freeze frame helps you gain a clear and balanced perspective by accessing your intuitive intelligence. The freeze frame technique allows you to use more of your smart thinking brain, which can get jammed up and out of sync when you are stressed. It's a helpful technique to use when you have to make a quick decision or when out of the box solutions are needed. Having a genuine desire helps evoke a determined, proactive feeling to ignite the right approach and attitude, especially in more challenging situations. Clarity or insight might not come right away. This could have a lot to do with the complexity of the issue past history and the intensity of any emotions that may or may not be related to the issue or situation. That's okay. Be patient with yourself. Repeat the process later or the next day. It will begin to feel more natural with practice. Often solutions are inspired through communication or input from others. Also be sure to notice any subtle shift in the way you feel. Shifting from the feeling anxious about an issue to feeling calm is significant. You not only plugged an energy leak, but you also opened the door for a solution to emerge at another time. This is a five step technique that will require pen and paper. Use the worksheet provider for this technique and follow along with these AC steps. First, acknowledge the problem or issue and any attitudes or feelings about it. Focus your attention in the area of the heart. Imagine your breath is flowing in and out of your heart or chest area, breathing a little more slowly and deeply than usual. Inhale five seconds, exhale five seconds, or whatever rhythm is comfortable. From this more objective place, Ask yourself what will be a more effective or efficient attitude, action, or solution. Stay coherent and quietly observe any changes in perceptions, attitudes, or feelings. Just notice anything that came to you. Don't edit, even if there was something that you don't understand. Now write down the changes you experience. Stay focused on your heart right now, too. Notice the feelings or attitudes you have now about the problem or issue. Capture those in a few words. Important, if you did not get anything, it's okay. But pay attention, because maybe five minutes from now or later in the day, you may have that flash of intuition. It doesn't have to be in this moment, just keep paying attention. The freeze frame technique allows us to use more of our smart thinking brain and can reduce stress by helping shift our perception. The state of ease is a highly regenerative state that helps us flow more easily through challenges and builds our resilience capacity. Inner ease is a balance between the mind and emotions that allows us to access a sense of inner stillness while on the move. It creates an extra time window for deeper discernment and more competent and conscious choices that can help prevent and resolve many unnecessary challenges and unwanted predicaments. Having an attitude of inner ease can help us remember we don't have to feed into daily drama or depleting emotions such as worry, fear, impatience, or judgment. Practice the inner ease technique during the following situations. When making decisions or engaging in creative processes, When you feel overloaded from deadlines and time pressures. When you experience unexpected changes or disruptions that break up your routine or plans. When you feel frustrated, anxious, or impatient with yourself or others. Or when processing inner drama before, during, or after any type of communication. Remember, you're not trying to fix the emotion. The state of ease helps to quiet the significance within the emotion so you can find practical solutions for handling situations better. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Best Health for Us podcast.
0: For employees of Wake Forest Baptist Health, employees can learn more at besthealthforus.com. That's besthealth, the number four, us.com. Non-employees can check us out at wakehealth.edu slash besthealth.